Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, or should I say good afternoon? My name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me here for another episode here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. I want to first thank my Heavenly Father for blessing me and giving me the activities of my limbs. For those of you that saw me on Facebook, saw me in a wheelchair at Legoland, and I was not playing. This arthritis is kicking my foot, but it's going to be all right. That's how Kendrick Lamar sounds, so it's going to be all right, because it is going to be all right. So, but today I'm feeling much better, because yesterday I just couldn't do it. So, again, I want to thank you for joining me. Now, today's topic is an interesting topic, as I say they all are, but today we're going to be talking about trust issues. Now, when we say an issue, we think it's problematic. When we start talking about trust, I want to know, What do trust mean to you? How do you define trust? How do you know if a person is trustworthy? Is the information something that you can rely on? Is it going to help you or is it going to hurt you? Now, with all that is going on in the world, it is becoming very difficult to believe some of the information that is being presented and shared whether it's on social media, whether it's on the news, whether we listen to the radio, we are becoming so bombarded with so much information to where a lot of times we don't know if we can trust some of this stuff. Now, individuals are now finding out that it's difficult to trust others, whether it's in a relationship, because some individuals can find themselves in a relationship that could be toxic or with an individual that may not be very honest or trustworthy, It could be at work where you're finding that you may be doing something at work where trust can be compromised, loyalty can be kind of interested because we can have displaced loyalty and blind faith in individuals. It can also be coming from our government where I'm watching the news and I'm hearing about the monitorial with individuals with rent and not knowing what they're going to do. Also, we start talking about well, what's going on with the COVID vaccine and the vaccinations and, you know, the, the information between the, the battle between the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated. We don't know who to believe and who to trust. And even when it comes to trusting God, because some individuals are becoming so conflicted because when we start trying to figure out what this trust is about, we don't know anymore. You know, Now, trust is the reliance on the character, ability, strength, or truth of someone or something. One can lack trust because of mistrust, meaning I became kind of to the point where I stopped trusting individuals when I found out I've been lied to. I've been betrayed. I was telling the person, I don't like going to the dentist. Because I went to the dentist one time and they pulled the wrong tooth. They didn't want to admit to pulling the wrong tooth. Then I go to another dentist to get a feeling. They give me an implant. I'm like, really? All I need is a feeling. So sometimes we don't know if we can believe individuals. And sometimes it's not that individuals want to be gullible, but we want to hope that their intentions are pure or their intentions are right. But sometimes we just don't know. So like I said, The lack of trust can come from basically because of mistrust. But my question to you is, can one love without trust? Because some individuals think that they can love the person, the person's lovable, who wears the trust. Also, when we start talking can one love without trust, can you be trusted? Meaning, can others trust you? Do you trust God and can God trust you? Now, individuals, including myself, we're becoming more and more frustrated. And what happens is when individuals get to the point to where they stop trusting another, it can be very frustrating, and individuals can also start to expect the work. So I want to start talking about how can we start rebuilding trust. It is a process. What is this about? If you want to join in on the show, give me a call at 516-387-1914. I do want to hear your thoughts. And as you can tell, I'm sitting in a different part of my house, so my house is getting painted. It's almost done. (laughs) Finally, 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 finally. 
Okay. So let's get on with the show. And again, like I said, if you want to call in, give me a call, 516-387-1914. Because I do want to hear your thoughts. And I put this platform out so that individuals will have the ability to share some of the things that is of concern, to share and talk about some things that are bothering them. Now, I want to first start off, when I start talking about the lack of trust and what is trust about, I'm trying to get to my little notes and my emails and all of that good stuff because I kind of wait to the last minute to put this information out there, but I keep saying I'm going to do better. They say, well, you know better, you do better. But part of this is, and like I said, talking about some of this stuff, I want to first start with children. Babies are innocent, and sometimes with children, they are, they have a blank slate. They don't distrust someone until you tell them not to trust a, a person or a thing. I remember a long time ago, my grandbaby was little, and we was at a park, and there was a dog. That dog was so big, it looked like a horse. My grandbaby just walked up to the dog like it was no problem. I would have been scared there for that big old dog. I didn't even know how I was going to protect my grandbaby from the dog. But she just went up to it and wanted to pet it. So when we start off like that by believing individuals, thinking everybody is, everything is okay, how does this happen that we get to the point to where we become like the, the little dog on the secret lives of pets when she said, I don't know if I can trust you. What happened? What happened? And could it be that some of us are still dealing with some of the pain that was inflicted upon us at such a young age when we start talking about where this lack of trust is coming from? And also, what are some of the signs of when you know you can't be trusted or this person cannot trust you? So I want to first start with, and like I said, just talking about trust in general. Because if you are a trustworthy person, then it will be very easy for individuals to relate to you. They know that they can come to you. Now, as I'm looking at just the definition of trust, they define it as a firm belief in the character, strength, or truth of someone or something in regards to, you know, you can have confidence in this person or this thing. It is a property interest held by one person or organization. I was saying earlier, I'm sitting in this chair, and I'm trusting that this chair don't make my big butt fall on the floor. So I trust that this chair is stable. Now, you know, I can give you a lot of different examples of trust, but I want to know what does trust mean to you? I was sharing how I was talking about my earlier years when a person told me, trust me, and I always say, a guy told me, trust me, and I got pregnant. So I'm like, mm-mm, don't tell me that. That's the last thing I want to hear. Now, trust me, have confidence in me, believe me, put your faith in me, do what I say, things will be okay. I don't know about all of that because I'm starting to see things a little differently. Now, even in regards to trusting in psychology, because a lot of times we think that if individuals have education, if a person is a man of God or a woman of God, that they should have moral integrity or they should know to do the right Now, in psychology, trust is believing that the person who is trusted will do what is expected, meaning I trust you, I expect that you're going to do the right thing. Now, trust is being vulnerable to someone even when they are trustworthy, and trustworthiness, basically, is a characteristic or a behavior of a person that inspires positive expectation in another person, meaning you're here to help, you're not here to hurt. But like I said, when we're going to go into some of these things, and I hope people start calling in, we can talk about some of these issues that are happening in the world today where it's causing us to have doubt. And I'm not just talking about self-doubt. I mean, are you telling me the truth? Are you being transparent? 
Are you being forthcoming with some information? Because I have a problem with that because I don't like being lied to, nor do I like being deceived. Now, I'm looking at something that talks about four conditions of trust. Now, in the four conditions of trust, they bring up four important things. Consistency, compassion, communication, and competency. How can you trust someone if they don't even know what they're talking about? How can you believe in someone or believe something and you know that's just not going to work. You know. It, it kind of reminds me of when they had our last president talking about injecting yourself with bleach. Who will do that? It's like, really? Really you want us to do that? So now when we start talking about that, and I'm laughing, and it's not funny because I can guarantee you somebody tried that, and they believed it. Now, when we start talking about trust again, it's a belief that someone, something is reliable, good, honest, effective. And when we start getting to that point, we want to believe that, like I said, they mean us no harm. Now, is trust a choice? Do we have a choice? I want to talk a little bit about what's going on with the vaccination and with COVID. Now, some people still don't think COVID is real. It's real. People are getting sick. People are dying. I'm concerned about our kids. I'm concerned about our individuals that have um, life-threatening illnesses or pre-existing conditions like myself. I know I can't be doing and going certain places. I get that. But we start talking about is choice is trust a choice. However, trust can be a verb instead of a noun. It's a choice you make a behavior that you choose to enact, and it says much about a person than you think it do. Now, even as a therapist, most of my clients come to me because they know that I'm not going to lie to them. They know that they can trust what I'm saying. If I don't know, if I don't have an answer, I do my best to try to figure it out or help them to figure out their best solutions. I'm not going to just make things up or if I know I can't help or if I know that what they're presenting to me is beyond where I can take them or help them or meet their expectations, I won't waste their time. But there are some individuals that will say, well, they're paying, so I'm just going to listen. No, don't do that to nobody because that's what happens when individuals get caught up because they've been hurt, they've been betrayed, they've been lied to, and now they don't know what to believe and what not to believe. Now, when we start talking about, and I was talking about with the the COVID and the vaccinations, and like I said, you got this platform, I want to hear what you got to say about it. I want to hear your thoughts because you may be able to help another person make an informed decision because, again, it is a choice. Now, we've been taught to believe that trust is a commodity earned by others, and that's what people used to say, you have to earn my trust. I'm going to earn somebody's trust. Once they pass a certain test, we test individuals. Don't test everybody. You start testing somebody, you might fail. While you're trying to implement that test, when we feel safe to extend our trust, when we start talking about when we see lack of trust, when we stop believing in someone because someone has betrayed us, deceived us, or basically withheld information, don't take it out on everybody and don't miss your blessing because of something that someone else has done to you. Now, trust can also, and I talked about being a verb instead of a noun, and they pose the question, do you want to be able to trust another person? And I will say I do. I, I do want to be able to trust you. I do want to make sure that you're not trying to fool me, deceive me, there's no malice, what are your intentions, because I don't like to see individuals get taken advantage of. Now, you've got to ask yourself some difficult questions. Do you feel you need to sometimes protect yourself from yourself? Because some, in some situations, the person that we can't trust is ourselves because we will get ourselves caught up. I, now, I've done that before. I, like I said, I went and bought me a bed that because um, I've been in so much pain, I'm trying to get comfortable as best I can, even if i got to get in the bed and go to sleep. 
something got to give. Now, are you afraid? What are you afraid of? A lot of times that fear can handicap us. And what is the worst thing that can happen? And what will, will it really be that bad? Looking from the inside out, you must ask yourself those questions. Also, am I a trustworthy person? Do others realize that I have integrity and I can be trusted? And do I extend trust to others? Meaning, am I saying that I'm so trustworthy but I can't trust you? Now, being a more trusting person doesn't mean that you continuously put yourself in a situation with someone who has proven a lack of trustworthiness. Now, you can forgive them or, you know, you can take some of the things that people say, what they say, a grain of salt, but by that same token, you laughing at me, you'll come talk. <laughs> you looking like, I didn't come here to talk. Are you talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking to you. I thought you was on us. I am. I don't want to be talking about myself. Oh. <laughs> I don't like talking about myself. Everybody called in yet. <laughs> oh, okay. So I'm trying to put it together when we start talking about trusting. So I have a question for you. I'm going to interview you. All right. If a person has proven themselves to be untrustworthy, do you look at it just based on a situational, a case-by-case, case, or do you get to the point to where if I can't trust you with this, I'm not gonna trust you with that? It's character. Trust is character. Okay. So for me, you should have some work to do on your character. You know what I mean? Mhm. So it, to me, it's not situation. It's who you are as a person. You know what I mean? Mhm. It shouldn't matter if it was this occasion or that occasion. Mhm. It's your character. A person's character. Okay. I feel like this is the So your character. But when we look at politics and looking at the government, and people would say lawyers are liars, but they have a job. They got a job to do. What are the individuals that really have no knowledge in these things when we put our trust in these individuals that have certain jobs and they prove us wrong? What, What are we to do? Okay. I mean, not because here's the thing. Like, for example, you, you trust if you go to the doctor, you trust that this guy got a, got the confidence you know, mm-hmm. to uh, relieve your illness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you trust in that. Correct. You know what I mean? So that's a blind trust. Mm-hmm. Because you don't know if he was ace his class. You don't know. That's true. Because <laughs> we're in a special age. You, gotta, you know, you never know. You never know. That's so, true. So, you know, you just have to have that blind trust. So, you know, some of that kind of looks like just believing in that people are good. Okay. I you like that. So hard we just believe that people are good. So you go around without the fear that mm-hmm. you get screwed over. So you just, you know, but then you come across some people who pretend to be good, but they're in nefarious ways. How you doing, ma'am? Can you hear I me? Am, I can hear you. I can hear you. Thank you for calling in. Now, we're talking about trust issues, and we're talking about how a lot of individuals are struggling with who to trust, what to trust, who to believe, who not to believe, and it's becoming a challenge, especially when we start talking about whether it's in a relationship, whether it's a working relationship, whether it's dealing with politics, whether it's dealing with our kids returning back to school, whether it's going to church. We're all over the place with this, to where many individuals have been lied and deceived and betrayed, and it's like, well, what do we do? What is your take on this when we start talking about trust issues? Because it don't have to be a problem unless we make it a problem, 
what do you do? What is your, first of all, what is your take on this? We're talking about trust issues. Well, I find personally it's it's hard to trust because, like you said, a lot of times the people that you got to have trust in is doing a job, and it, their job might not be in your best interest, so you suffer the consequences mm-hmm. for it. So that creates a lack of trust that you should normally have for people that are in these positions. Mhm. I like how you put that, meaning that may not be in your best interest, you know. Even as a therapist, because I'm a licensed therapist, I believe in doing the right thing no matter what. I'm not going to deceive no one. I'm not going to give them false information. I'm not going to, you know, my daughter told me one time, she said, Mom, you be going around and you be breaking people up. I'll be like, no, I don't. All I do is get them to think. Because once we put the information out there, they'll realize, hey, you had no business together in the first place. I had nothing to do with that. So even in therapy, people are bringing their issues and their concerns and stuff to you, and they want to trust that you're going to be honest, you're going to be authentic. It's not that you're going to sit there and be judgmental and tell them what to do, but by that same token, they want to trust that you have their best interest. But their interest may be to stay together, but you've got so many individuals that are dealing with toxic matters to where that's not healthy. It's not healthy. And I hear what you're saying in regards to you want to trust that they have your best intention. But sometimes that becomes very questionable, very questionable. Now, I want to say in some cases the lack of trust can be related to the fact that are linked to a person dealing with depression. If a person is dealing with depression, it's going to be very difficult to kind of bring them out to let them know that there is hope because they want to hear that. It can be related to an adjustment disorder where they may be transitioning in life and, you know, and some, some things may have happened. It could be related to anxiety. It could be related to fear of abandonment, attachment issues. Some individuals can have PTSD or some individuals can have schizophrenia. And with the schizophrenia comes the paranoia or the audiovisual hallucinations. That could be a problem. And sometimes individuals have it where when they lack trust, they always fear the worst. Any comments in regards to that? I, I agree with you with that. Also, I feel that until you address the issue, I believe it's hard to have trust because depression normally puts you in such a dark place that there's no, nothing positive trust and things like that. You view that in a positive way. You're in a negative state of mind. I mm-hmm. feel that anyway. Mm-hmm. So I feel it would be kind of hard for a person to depressed or whatnot to have that kind of trust needed to get them. To, you, you would have to battle them to get them to the state to where they could trust in someone even to get them help. Correct. Correct. And you know what, and that is true, because when individuals are dealing with mental health issues, whether it's depression, whether it's bipolar disorder, or whatever it may be, it is scary. It is a person being in a dark place that they may want to come out of it, but they may struggle, and they don't know if they can trust you. Now, when it comes to deciding what kind of person you want to be, do you want to be a person who believes in the general, like you said, the good, the the humankind, or do you want to be guarded or self-protected or suspicious of everyone? You get to decide how you operate in this world. Do not allow others to dictate things for you. It seems like now a lot of things are being dictated to us. You know, I got an email, not email, a text, yesterday, and they were talking about how they're going to make it to where you can't go to certain stores or go to certain things unless you show your card that you've been vaccinated. And then I saw on um, on one of my, um, what is it called, my Yahoo email things that um, some doctors are being fined $20,000 for providing fake vaccination cards. You know, so we got so much going on. It's like, and, and they was like, well, you can't go to work. Certain jobs, 
you can't work there unless you've been vaccinated. How you go? I, I mean, I thank God that I work for myself, that I own my own company, and I get to sit at home now and do what I do. But I just yes, just Sunday, D, I went to Legoland. My body was hurting so bad. I was in a wheelchair. I couldn't even walk from the car to the beginning of up Legoland. My body, about three times I had to stop. It felt like I was about to have a heart attack. My heart was beating all fast, and teacher was like, Mom, looking at me like I was like I was faking. I was not faking. So I figured if I get a scooter, I won't be so irritable, and I can scoot around while they want to go to their little rides and all that stuff, and I'm, I'm fine with that, you know? He didn't have no scooter, so I asked for a wheelchair. I ain't never said no wheelchair. D, they mistreated me. Jasmine was pushing me. <laughs> About to push. Let me see what they did to me, D. They parked me on a side by a ride. I'm sitting there going through my Facebook thing. You ain't bothering nobody. Why they on the ride and they wet me up? I said, I wish I had a rock. I'm sitting in a wheelchair smoking wet. I can't move. I can't run. My body hurt. I can't stand on my feet. And then after they wet me up, I guess people thought it was good because other people thought wet me up too. I said, "Is this how you?" <laughs> you would trust. They probably put you part, you part right there so you could just get wet. D, I wasn't on this. I wasn't even that close to the ride. I'm like across from it, in a whole. It was some little water gun shoot just wet me. Oh, I was. Ooh, I was mad. If I had something I could throw, I would have threw it. And then Tisha tells me, she pushed me in a wheelchair, right? Legoland got a whole bunch of heels. That, my daughter said to me, you know how much you weigh. I, you need to help out. So then I started rocking moving back and forth, right? So I was trying to push the wheelchair. And I'm moving forward, she said, that's the it works. Then Jasmine, Jasmine pushing me and ran into her ankle. She said, if y'all wouldn't have ran into me, maybe I can help. Uh, D, I have never, I said to myself, you know what? If time gets that bad, I know I cannot depend on my kids or my grandkids. They treated me so bad. <laughs> I was rolling down the hill. I'm trying to roll a wheelchair with my hand. I'm getting blisters on my... I said, and I was really in pain. So then I call my doctor's office. I call my rheumatologist. They tell me I can't get no appointment till the, the 28th of freaking September. Whoa. I said, this is just... Hmm? What did you say? Oh, I said, whoa, when you said the 28th of September. 28th of September. I told that man, I said, look, my joints are hurting. My feet hurt. Everything hurt. I'm swelling up. I look like a big old balloon. It ain't about just eating and all that other stuff because I'm getting up stretching. I'm doing, um, riding my stationary bike. I'm trying to move my joints. I'm taking Motrin, turmeric. I'm doing all of this. Right now, Jeanette just can't do this no more. I, I can't do this by myself. I need some doctor's help. I need some something. Because arthritis ain't no joke. It is nothing to nope. No, it's not. Yeah, I know see. what they're talking about. 20 years ago, they're talking about, you're going to feel it later. Oh, I feel see, it. I can't even, you know what? I'm getting the house painted. I told the guy that was painting the house, I said, can you paint my room? The same color as my bedroom. Jasmine and I went to a sleep number store, and I'm not advertising sleep number. I went in there limping. D, when I walked out that store, I wound up buying a $9,000 bed. I said, I ain't never getting out that bed. As <laughs> soon as my bed gets here, I'm getting in my bed. I'm going to lose weight just by getting in the bed. It's going to put me up, bring me down, lift my feet, warm up. 
who pays $9,000 for a, a bed, a freaking bed? Now, you know who you in pain when you, that, that is under, I bought a bed under coercion because I was, I was hurting. I was, I was really hurting. So, now, again, if you find yourself in a situation with someone where you trust has become a issue, make it a priority to investigate. Now, I'm going to get back to trust for going into that store, D. When I walked in that store, I didn't realize that that man was looking at what kind of car I was driving when I pulled up. I didn't pay that no attention. That man was trying to sell me the most expensive stuff in that store. I knew he wasn't trustworthy. I knew he was a salesman, but I was in so much pain that as I was trying out these beds, it felt good. I'm like, if this is what it's going to take, i got to buy it. But I know that that man was just being a salesman. I, I really do. So sometimes we have to investigate. We have to utilize our resources. We have to start reading. We have to start asking questions. But, you know, sometimes the people don't like to be questioned especially when they know they got ill intention. This is so true. They know they're not right, but then you, as soon as you ask them a question, they want to fight. But without trust, there will only be limited teamwork or no teamwork at all. So if you are in an environment where you believe it is impossible to trust others, actually is really where you want to be. You know, because I got to Google, I got to find, because the man told me, if I find a bed cheaper than what I paid, they'll price match, match it. You know, because all I got is a, I don't, I don't have no dresser. I don't have no nice <laughs> I got a bed. The base of the bed D was $3,900 for the base of the bed. So, again, if you feel that you've been violated, investigate it. And the bottom line is, if you want to trust those you work with sometimes, you got to figure out and also extend your trust. If your trust is violated, then that says a whole lot more about the other person to you also. Now, I want to go into a little bit in regards to when we start talking about what does the Bible say, how does the Bible view trust, and you know, it says be aware of false prophets, and, you know, we've heard a lot of those different scriptures, and sometimes individuals go to church and they, they trust the pastor, they trust the first lady, they trust the people in the church, but you got to remember people are people, so people make mistakes and people do things too sometimes. And it's who and what you put your trust in. Now, okay, call drop. I don't know where he went. Now, it says, what does it mean when we start talking about trusting God? Now, you know, Tuesdays is when we do the show from the pulpit to the couch. So haven't no one called in yet to give us biblical teaching, so it looks like i got to read some articles and do it myself, which is fine. But what does that mean when they say trust God? Now, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, in all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. And that's in Proverbs 3, 5. A lot of times we're trying to figure things out. They say, well, you're trying to figure it out. God already worked it out. Or we're trying to do things that's going to serve us. Or we're trying to figure out, can I, can I trust the situation? Can I trust? You know, and I had to think when I left that, that store, can I trust that I'm doing the right thing? I know eventually I'm at the bottom of them, them beds. I know I am because my body is telling me I have to. So might as well do it now and get it over with. But I'm blessed. I thank God I was able to do it because to need it and not have the resources or ability to do it, that could suck. But he did say I could see if I can get a prescription from my doctor for that type of bed and then I can get that covered too. But it's about a little too late now because Kaya's real funny when it comes to stuff. Now, have you ever been told, to trust God. Individuals who believe in God like to say that a lot, a lot, to themselves, to others, and especially when things are not going well. And that becomes very confusing because individuals have a perception that they think you try to force 
God on a person or force your belief down somebody's throat. So how do you trust God, especially when you are afraid and you don't even feel like it? Or when we talk about trust, what do that mean? Now, trust, as I mentioned earlier, a firm belief in the reliability, the truth, the ability, strength of someone or something. Trusting God doesn't mean that. If you believe everything will go the way you want it to, and it does, if that were true, those who follow God should be of the most inevitable people on the earth. Everything will go their way. But obviously, it doesn't, and they are not going to go your way. Believers living in some pairs or parts of the world are literally murdered for their belief. We're seeing so much stuff. I was watching the news last night, and they had a person, I think the person stole a Tesla and was on a high-speed chase. Why did that sucker run into a big old truck? Just ran into the truck. And when they ran into the truck, um, one person had a gun on them, two people was in the vehicle. But you in a high-speed chase, and you run into a truck, really? You know, we got all this gun stuff going on. We... You know, and I've done shows about gun violence. I've done shows about child abuse, domestic violence, overdose, drug, alcohol, and all of this stuff is still going on. And it makes you wonder, are people even listening? Or do they think that nothing bad is going to happen? Or I'd be like, you know what? My favorite thing, I'd be like, really? I don't even say, well, I'd be like, really? Really? Now, some individuals think that believing in God does entitle them to a problem-free life. If they have problems, they think they either don't have enough faith or God is not holding up his end of the bargain. And I find that to be interesting. Now, I'm getting this information from an article, and it is the publishers, and they, they basically did this article, and they were talking about that. And the person that wrote it name is Sarah Cry, C-Y. Now, in her article, she talks about this, and I find it to be so true. Because when we start talking about these different things, and we talk about, you know, sometimes we, we say, it's going to go my way, I believe it. I, I remember my daughter, we were talking about Dr. Kishman, and my daughter said, Mom, you know y'all was worshiping mouthwash. But we believed it would go work. We trusted it. No matter what was happening, put some Dr. Kishman on it, you will feel much better. But, again, <laughs> Dr. Kishman has to his mouthwash. So when we start talking about you're going to be problem-free, <laughs> when I saw Mama said there'll be days like this, there'll be days like this, my Mama said. That is true. But also trouble don't last all way. Now, the Bible contradicts that idea, in this world, you will have trouble. Jesus said John, in John 16, and he emphasized, he added, a lot of the most godly characters in the Bible suffered tremendously. They went through some things. Now, God did perform many miracles, but he did not miraculously protect all of his people from everything. So, you know, there was a book I'll never forget, and I bought, I don't know where it is now, and it says, why do, why do bad things happen to good people? And I used to find that to be true because I'd be like, they didn't deserve that. Or why did they have to go through that? Or, you know, I missed a picnic over the weekend, and it was in my neighborhood, and I really wanted to be there, but my body just was not going to let me be there because I could not even go to work on Saturday. And... The pic at the picnic, I didn't know that they were going to be having a memory of the individuals that we grew up with in our past, our neighborhood that passed away. And when I saw the board and I saw my mother's pictures on there, it just I was like, wow, thank you, thank you for remembering her, thank you for including her, you know, because when we start talking about even people that have come into our lives, we trust that they're going to be there. We trust that they have our best interests. I never would have thought that I would have lost my mother at the age that I did. That was in my 40s. But by the same token, these things happen. But I wanted to thank Sean Cook for even putting that idea together to post pictures of individuals that had passed on. And 
the ceremony that they did, the lighting of the candles and all of that. That was that was awesome. You did a great job with that. Now, when we start talking about, like I said, people that have suffered tremendously in the Bible, God did perform any miracles, but these are something Joseph. Joseph was wrongfully accused, raped, spent years in prison for nothing. That was just not cool. Ruth lost her husband and became a poor peasant in a foreign land far from home. But all of the one Jesus' closest friends were tortured and murdered for proclaiming the truth about him. And one who survived was banished and isolated land in his old age. Now, but you want to trust God. God will explain everything that is going on in your life. God didn't answer Job when he asked, why me? I, that, that used to be mine. Why me, Lord? Why? Why did I do all that? Until somebody told me, why not you? So I changed my why me to, really? Really, I got to do that? Really? 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 Now, trust in God does mean that no matter what happens, you will turn to him instead of away. That's it. That's as far as I understand trusting God. Even if other people laugh at you and say that you believe in something that's demanding, flying spaghetti monsters, whatever, how you believe in a ghost, how do you, you know, even if in your darker moments you sometimes feel like God has left you, even if it hurts real bad and nothing you asked for worked out, even in spite of those things, trust in God means you continue to turn to him and away from the naysayers. You keep praying, even when those prayers seem like they are absolutely not working. And the Lord gives, the Lord takes away. Blessed be in the name of the Lord. And that's interesting because, you know, my mama used to say, I brought you this wood, I take you out. Or she'll give you something or you punish your kids, and the first thing you do is you take away what they like. It's like, really, you going to take it away? Now, if you take the common sense part of the definition when they say that, then maybe not. Trusting God is not common sense for most people, not in our comfy 21st century or our Western culture. It's really not. So, you know, individuals have their own perceptions. But like I said, I want to hear what you have to say. I want to hear your thoughts on some of the issues that is going on in today's society, in our world, when we start talking about whether it's trusting God, and trusting God means that whatever we suffer in the end can be used for our good. How? But things are happening. We're learning. I want to know how you're feeling about do you trust sending your kids back to school? Do you trust, like I said, i got to trust when I go see this rheumatologist, which is not the same doctor that I used to have for years, that this man ain't going to be trying to put me on no medication, so I don't want your medication. I just want the pain to go away. You know, even I know it's going to have to be a lifestyle change, I'm fine with that. But just give me some type of guidance, and I know that part of it is aging. I get that too. And I think I am kind of aging gracefully, but good Lord, do I got to feel like this? So when we start talking about these things, I do want to be able to trust what the person has to say to me, but I also see when I call, give me some laughs, give me some blood work. We need to check my room toy factor. We need to make sure this is okay. And I'm trying to tell the people what to do, but they're telling me i got to wait till September 28th. That's a long dog on time. i got to deal with this pain. So trust. Kids want to be able to trust their parents. Parents want to be able to trust their kids. Husbands want to be able to trust their wives, and wives want to be able to trust their husbands. But again, character. Who are you? What is your intention? Now, I want to share some information, and like I said, when we talk about trusting God, when we talking about our trust, our faith, our trust only ourselves, because so many times individuals get so caught up, and they think, I can do it, I got it. Don't worry about it. Mm-mm. Like I said, I, I had to learn that the hard way. 
because I thought Jeanette could do whatever needs to be done. Jeanette got, don't ask me to do nothing no more. I can't do it. I used to get mad at my sister because she'd be like, I can't do it. And I used to always say, if you can't, how am I supposed to do it? If you go automatically just put yourself out the equation, what makes you think I could do it? So now I can say that myself, especially when it comes to doing certain things. My, my body just won't let me do it. Now, trusting yourself, it means that's the worst choice of the three when it comes to trusting God, trusting your faith, and trusting yourself. Because human beings are notoriously unliable, and we can't control whether or less, whether the past, present, or future, but trusting yourself too much can lead to mental unwellness. And those who trust versus those who don't. And sometimes that comes from individuals' personal experience. And I know some of the stuff is easier said than done. I, I totally get that. But the thing is, we really got to pay attention. And we really have to listen. When you listen, I will never forget, I was in a meeting one time, and a guy said at the meeting, a person you can trust, is a person that has nothing to gain and they have nothing to lose. They have no reason to lie. You might get nothing out of it. Why lie? Now, I want to give you some information, and this is more of a relationship issue. And it says, seven signs you might have trust issues and what to do about it. And a therapist wrote this. And when we start talking about even in relationships, if a person has been in relationships where they've been hurt, they've been betrayed, they've been manipulated, you know, they may have had some codependency issues, there, been, there may be a lot of different things that's going on to where they can become overly jealous, they can be clingy, they can have abandonment issues, and when they connect with someone else and they may think it's love, that could be toxic. But common signs of trust issues, avoiding commitment. Meaning, and the way they wrote it, and they talk about that individuals with trust issues often have difficulties with commitment. This comes from a fear of opening up and being seen. So they hide. They're in hiding. And what happens is because of that individual experience, trust issues, the possibility of trusting and fulfilling a relationship can seem out of the question. They don't want to commit because they don't think that it's, it's they're capable of falling in love or the relationship is going to mean anything. Another way of telling is assuming that individuals are doing things to hurt you. When individuals are in a relationship and the other person is constantly believing and assuming that the other person is doing something to hurt them, that happens because individuals with trust issues will basically, what will happen is they have this assumption that individual or others are intentionally doing things to hurt them. And it can be hard to accept kind gestures, compliments, or love. And in general, because you can't believe they're genuine, you are not in a disguise or you feel that they are in a disguise or that they have an ulterior motive. And that could be a problem. The third thing that they indicate is people will start isolating themselves from others. And we start talking about isolating because of as an assumption of a commitment phobia, many individuals with trust issues will withdraw at the smallest sign of trouble. They run. They're runners. So what happens is they will basically feel that they can't trust another person and it makes cultivating new relationships less of a priority and perhaps something to actively avoid altogether. They'll be like, I don't even want to be bothered. I'll just be alone or, I don't, you know, they've already made their mind up. Another area of concern that you can see for a characteristic is being overly secretive about yourself. When you do interact with individuals, even those you're close with, you may be overly secretive about yourself. And underbelly, what they indicate is one of the most often, I'm scared, I can't be myself. So you put on a facade, you wear a mask, you become a, a fake you. So that's not cool. 
because then you're not able to be transparent and authentic. Another way of telling if a person has trust issues is they pick fights. When one feels distrusting and assumes the worst, it can often result in being reactive and picking fights, or even over the pettiest, smallest little things. So what happens is, you know, you you, start, you want to go somewhere, you know, trust the person, you start making these accusations, you start accusing them of things, you really probably can't be trusted. And also it indicates feeling overprotective. Trust issues may cause one to feel overprotective and hypervigilant, and that's interesting, and they can also be reluctant to open up to others. Now, why do some individuals have these trust issues? Where do they come from? Now, trust issues, as indicated earlier, develop as a result of our past, our present, and our experiences, meaning we've seen it, we've heard it. Like I said, with the COVID, we heard get vaccinated. It can stop you from catching COVID. Then people that were vaccinated start catching COVID, getting COVID. It can, now is it, okay, you won't catch, you, you catch COVID now, but you won't wind up in a hospital on a ventilator. Um, some people that still happen to. We conflict it. We don't know. Can we trust it? Say, trust the science. I get that part. But can people tell us the truth? If you don't know, just say you don't know. Can you get it to where people are not dying? And, and I'm going to say this, and I've said it over and over and over and over again. Now is a time where you should not be uninsured. Now is not a time where you should not have your affairs in order, especially if these things are happening and we know we can't do anything about it. But at least don't put that financial burden on your family and your loved ones. Call Globe Life, Physician Life, Colonial Life, whoever you got to call. But make sure at least you don't go out as a pauper and you can't even afford to bury yourself or be buried. I say you bury yourself because you can't bury yourself, but at least leave the directions of what you want to happen. That gets me. That is my concern, is get your house in order, handle your affairs, make a call. People talk about, oh, it's so expensive. Oh, it's... No, it's going to be more expensive when you wait till the last minute and then somebody got to try to figure out what they're going to do with your body. What's your take on that, Hubert? When individuals, with all of this stuff that we got going on in the world today, with COVID, when people get sick, and people ain't got no insurance, no life insurance, no burial insurance, no nothing. Yeah, but if you're not thinking about passing and you're seeing this right in front of your face and you see this stuff happening, what are you trusting? That you just going to be okay? That your mama got it? Your daddy got it? Your... I, I don't understand that part. That, and you know what? And I guess that's a learn, like you said, a learned behavior because I learned at the age of 10 when my first uncle was murdered. He was 25 years old. I watched what my family went through trying to make sure that my uncle had a decent funeral. And I swore I would never put myself in that situation. So by the time I became an adult and I had a child, I made sure that all that stuff was taken care of to the best of my ability. So I'm just letting you know, if you're out there, please take care of that. Don't don't go out like that. You know, like I said, when this guy... Whoever in Compton that was on a high-speed chase and ran into the dog on the truck, don't put that on nobody's mama, don't. And, and I understand that some individuals are going through. I get that. I totally get that. And no, I am not no insurance agent. But by that same token, if you don't want no life insurance, get you some burial insurance. Do something. Do something. We'll spend more money on hair, on nails, on going to Chuck E. Cheese or or going out entertaining ourselves than we do to make sure that our affairs are in order. Now, again, trust issues can develop as a result of our past, our present experience, our childhood, especially relationships with our parents, can play a particular role, a big role, in how we approach relationships today. 
Now, even though the article that I'm looking at now has a lot to do and it's on the basis of attachment theory, because if you can't trust your parents or if you can't, it's going to be difficult to trust other people. And we all have vulnerabilities from childhood because the human experience is flawed. And someone who was raised with either both parents can have a different view or perception than if the person was raised in a single home or someone was raised with no, but we all got our own perspectives. And also, when we start talking about infidelity, and also could be another cause of trust issues, being cheated on, or any number of scenarios that can break your trust can cause attachment injuries. Now, when we start talking about that, how do you overcome trust issues? Process your past hurts. If you have trust issues, awareness that the trust issue is present is the first and most important step. You cannot change what you do not acknowledge. So first, make it be aware of it. If someone brings it to your attention and you've heard this before, everybody can't be lying on you. So, again, it is also valuable to process betrayals, hurts, and other origins of trust issues in order to come to a better understanding of them and not continue relieving those situations in current relationships. Don't keep bringing that past into other relationships. The second thing that they talk about is, oh, I want to say this first before I say that. If your wound runs deep and trusting is a challenge, although some individuals can successfully process and rebuild via, you know, reading books, going online, you there's so much stuff on YouTube, it's ridiculous, support groups. So that's one way where you can start is, like I said, a sense of awareness, and then you can do some self-help work. The second one is get or become comfortable with risk. You have to take and learn to take risk. The big portion of the work comes to trust issues is learning to get comfortable with risk. Everyone will make mistakes. And every there will be people that's going to let you down. People will lie to you from time to time. But on top of that, recognizing even if you are hurt by someone, you can feel that deeply and you still can move forward and have more healthy relationships in your life. Like I said, I've been through some things, but I don't walk around saying, well, what you want, you're going to hurt me, da 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 It's too much. It is too much. Also, in a relationship, work together as a couple, meaning if you're in a relationship already, Make sure that your partner is involved so that they can support you through your healing process. And if a person is trying to heal, don't bring up old wounds. Don't throw stuff up in their face of what they did and what they did not do. That's not fair to them, and that's not going to help the healing process. Now, we know that trust is a huge factor, in the foundation of a relationship, whether it is a romantic relationship or not. You should be able to trust as your best interest. It can be possible to overcome trust issues so that your relationship can flourish. But again, if it's in that person's character to be dishonest, if it's in that person's character to be deceitful, to be manipulative, and you know that, you got to trust yourself, trust God, get the strength to be able to walk away. Don't even worry about it, because sometimes we got to leave some things to some people alone. And you can get better. God can give you more, and you can have more. Believe. And you're going to have to make sure that you don't continue to keep repeating the same vicious cycle. So I want to thank you for joining me here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. And I forgot to mention, if you are struggling with trust issues to where it is causing you anxiety, depression, PTSD, get you some help. If you have insurance, 
contact your insurance provider, and they can give you a list of referrals of individuals within your network. You can also, they have telehealth platforms, whether it's BetterHelp. I got a call today about some company that's looking for therapists to at least donate, I don't say donate, but commit to 13 hours a week to try to help their clientele. So there's a lot of stuff out there. There, Some individuals don't even trust the medical system, even with trying to get help to get therapy. But don't give up because there are very few therapists. Therapists got a lot of stuff going on too, even secondary trauma. But you got to make sure that you are your first priority and that you're willing to take care of you. Don't get so angry that you want to project how you feel or project your lack of trust onto others. But you got to be willing and you got to be open to change. When you know better, you do better. Again, thank you for joining me here at Prince of Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. Till next week, remember, you got this. Talk to you later.